0: Welcome to With Liz. We dredge the internet for posts you'd
1: share with your friends. I'm your host, Katie Bauer. We're here this week with Liz. That's right. I'm the Liz you're all here with. My pronouns are she, they. I'm a former hairstylist, so you know I have opinions for days, and a creative writing dropout making the most of life at home with a toddler. I'm happy to say that as of this recording, we still have at least one famous follower. Please don't clank us, Mo. (laughs)
0: Oh, what great merch. Please don't clank us. (laughs) And then on the back, it's just an entire (laughs) spiel of what happened. It's like, isn't that a bad story? To
1: clank. K-L-E-N-K. So when a famous person follows you for several hours and then unfollows you. Getting your hopes up. A tease, if you will. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Mo Welch is following us. And as of this recording, she still is. So that's really exciting. We'll check back in next recording. We'll call it Mo
0: Watch. Mo Watch. Yes.
1: (laughs) I love
0: it. <laughs> I, uh, so, my brain is broken because I plan too many things mm-hmm. in a short amount of time. And somehow I thought redoing the kitchen by taking it down to the studs, it never crossed my mind that I would need to pack up the kitchen.
1: Oh, so, really?
0: Yeah, you know, that piece just escaped
1: my mind. Yeah. Did you think that like they just replace cabinet by cabinet and then you just swap out. Yeah. Like you just perfect. follow behind swapping out the contents. Yeah. 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 That's, that's how that perfect. works. Yeah. So fair what? warning. You're probably going to have about a week where you're going to have a plywood countertop instead of a real countertop, too. So just prepare yourself for that.
0: That I knew about. Okay. This, like kitchen being out of commission for three to four weeks. Totally prepared for that. <laughs> Budgeted in, eating out in our plan. <laughs> Having to manually pack up all the shit we have accumulated since mm-hmm. 2015. Yeah. I just didn't,
1: didn't even, didn't even, don't. Mm-mm. That sounds fun. Mm. That sounds really fun. I'm sorry you're going through that. I'm having some be moving worried. flashbacks. If only
0: you hadn't helped me design a kitchen. I know. I should never have encouraged this. Yep, it's all your fault. Finally, we agree. <laughs> I have to do a side note here. Uh Liz, did you look at the post that your husband put on our Discord? Yeah, I asked him to put that there. Okay, I have I have a backup plan. But Liz, I'm bring you here to question whether you look at our own, our common Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you here cuz I want to talk about things from the
1: internet. Let's do it.
0: From unpopular opinion, cruises suck as a vacation.
1: Agree. <laughs> Go
0: on. Okay, we're going to play a different game. Elizabeth, please tell me why, in your opinion, cruises suck as a vacation, and we will see how closely you align to our (laughs) OP, for those not in the know, original
1: poster. I have two caveats. Mm A, I've never been on a cruise, and B, if I were to go on a cruise... I would go on a Viking river cruise or like an Alaskan whale watching cruise. Because the reason why I think cruises seem like a shit vacation is that you pay a fuck ton of money to be on a a moving hotel that is essentially also a mall. And I don't like being trapped with a bunch of people out in the middle of the ocean, where so many bad things have happened and continue to happen. And like, it's just horrible for the local populations when the t- tourists come and dock and go shopping. It's just gross. It's like a big, gross American thing to me. And I, sorry, Ikea Katie, I love you for <laughs> <Enjoy> your cruise. <laughs> Wow, I can't
0: believe. Did you hear that? Liz is, uh, <sighs> just throw him some shade.
1: Yeah, I might, maybe I'd feel differently if I'd been on a cruise, but I highly doubt it. I don't know. I, uh, okay. So
0: <laughs> allow me to read you this poster. I've met so many people who swear by cruises and self-identify as quote unquote cruising people. For the life of me, I don't understand the appeal. As means of travel, you're trapped in a giant metal ship with everybody on top of each other. (laughs) If things go wrong, you're stuck with thousands of strangers and their waste. You don't have access to things like (laughs) adequate medical care in case of an emergency, the Mm -hmm. boat is constantly swaying, the rooms are ridiculously small and cramped, the food is mid at best, and you know you're trapped on a boat. As a vacation, the common areas are overflowing with people, ridiculously loud when there's someone else's kids screaming or an oppressively loud DJ. The entertainment is often one-note and cringeworthy, and I've met some of the most entitled people aboard cruises." Mm -hmm. even when you get to your destination you barely have enough time to explore the countries you're visiting beyond the greatest hit too long didn't read tour set up from the ship you're not really visiting jamaica or the bahamas you're just looking at a country in passing if you cruise that's fine but i cannot understand why anyone would like them so yeah i think you and the
1: poster have very similar feelings yeah i didn't write that post but i agree with it 100 (laughs) percent There, oh, there's one more type of cruise that I might go on, and that is a niche interest cruise, like the Jonathan Colton comedy cruise or like the Mer People cruise. Yeah. Have you watched Mer People yet? I haven't, but like if it was some kind of weird subculture that I was part of and there was a cruise or a band that I really liked, (laughs) I could get behind that. So
0: I did go on a cruise for uh, my honeymoon, yeah. and it's the first and only cruise I've been on. Not saying I didn't like it. Why haven't you gone back then? Because uh, it was expensive. <laughs> yeah. Why Jehovah are they so expensive? was paying? Uh, yeah. They are so. We even had a balcony. Jehovah splurged. That's nice. I like basically two things in a vacation. Mm-hmm. I like sitting on a beach or by a pool having a book and my mm-hmm. sunscreen timer because I'm pale. <laughs> and I like hiking. So th- that is um the extent of my daytime activities and a vacation. The yeah. cruise is great for that. It was fantastic. We only did two short excursions. The other days we just hung out. The one short excursion we did, we were in St. John's, St. Thomas, one of those. And we did a hike and it was awesome and very cool i was completely outside of the loop of like cruise culture though before we went allow me to tell you a story
1: oh lord i'm i'm afraid (laughs)
0: i'm afraid as you should be It was the first day we got on board. We met our steward, who was going to be with us through the trip. And he was like, okay, here's all your information. And then he left. And I want to remind you that we were on our honeymoon. And we did as you're supposed to do in the eyes of the Catholic Church.
1: You made a baby?
0: No, we just fornicated. Okay. (laughs) Um, as we were getting down to business, the porter returns. Oh, no and opens the door. (gasps) No! (laughs) (laughs) And you could tell that he was very embarrassed. He's like, oh no, there was no sign. I was like, I had no expectation you were coming back. Eventually, maybe.
1: Not right now. Not immediately. Have you heard of knocking, sir? Sir? So how was the rest of your, how were the rest of your interactions with this gentleman after that? I think he blushed every time I saw him, but he was mm. very
0: nice. Nice. The first day, <laughs> Cameron and I also got horrifically sunburned. Oh no. We, no, we followed my timer. Reapply
1: every hour. But that's land, that's land time. Do you think time changes on the ocean? I think the intensity of the sun changes on the ocean, yes. Like you're closer to the equator, maybe, but. Yeah, and more reflection off of the water. It's an hour. What? Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, Liz. No. be this. What should my timer have been? 30 minutes
0: with your skin. <laughs> Basically, 30 minutes max. And then right back on it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Should have just gotten a spray kind and just constantly be misting yourself or worn like a burqa.
0: Oh, no. I found the reason why we burned. Why? The brand new sunscreen that I have bought expired two years previously oh neat and i did not check the expiration date when i bought it
1: well why would you why would they sell something that's past its expiration date that egregiously
0: i almost broke up with target almost yeah no, well I, yeah. That, uh, I
1: can't quit them target has ways of drawing one back in <sighs>
0: yes yes it does <laughs> there is a target within eyesight when i walk out of my office every day and i'm just like oh we just
1: that's dangerous,
0: And it's, it's always it's so never well it's, 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 it's never quick.
1: It's, it's never a quick stop. It's never a quick stop, and it's never under like $90.
0: <laughs> Correct.
1: <Hell>. So, <laughs> <laughs> overall,
0: I would say I enjoyed the vacation, but a lot of it was spent in our room watching movies while we both rubbed out on each other. <laughs> which Mm. fine by me
1: i'm gonna weave a similar experience that i had on a vacation Mm, porter saw your butt too good for you (laughs) no house cleaning (laughs) my favorite thing to do on vacation besides fucking is (laughs) to taste the local cuisine that sounds like a euphemism for fucking people at your destination (laughs) i like to check out restaurants as well
0: (laughs) as well as strange got it as well as
1: strange (laughs) I don't feel like that would happen on a cruise. I feel like you'd get the whatever version, whatever their version of Applebee's is. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Chris and I went on a trip to San Francisco. We were having uh, some morning sex, as you do on vacation. I-, I was on top. I heard a knock, knock, knock on the door and then housekeeping and we yelled, no, thank you. And then another knock-knock, housekeeping. Both yelled, no, thank you. Again, keep in mind, he is still inside of me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then housekeeping just came in. (laughs) And we all made eye contact. (laughs) And (laughs) she screamed and said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, and and left. That was – we did finish, so. In case oh, you want well. yeah. and then you went and you got some sourdough for local flavor yes yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're both uh horny monsters who have seen uh hospitality workers
1: yes i'm sorry wherever you are that's not something anything anyone needs to see and you've probably seen more than your fair share of it
0: i'm ambivalent about cruises you're on the side of op good to good to know
1: yeah don't ever ask me on a cruise unless it's the aforementioned caveats.
0: Uh, then I guess it is time for you to uh, give me a game.
1: A game. A game. Let us play a game. I'm just stalling till I can find what <laughs> I wanted to do. Okay. I have TikToking points. TikTok talking points. TikToking points from at Ashwy Carter. She's the one that brought us... Android users, do they deserve to vote in the popular election? Mhm. Is there something embarrassing that you were into as a kid that is now cool?
0: Um
1: I'll go first.
0: Yeah.
1: Women. <laughs> <laughs> He set it up and then she knocked it down <laughs> she was her own assist i <laughs> i have another one that isn't kind of a joke but um oh i want to hear weaving. oh you in your loom? in my loom. yes i basically if if there was a craft to be done i did it mm-hmm. i think my mom had like some kind of Hippie catalog subscription. It's always making like gnomes and fairies, and like fairies are another thing. They're huge now. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't tell anyone about how much I love fairies. I had a loom, a child's loom that I would knit purses and tapestries on. Good news is I found it when I was cleaning out my mom's house. So, okay. guess who's going to be weaving again? <laughs> Now that it's cool, apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Liz has just been waiting for the world to come around.
1: Yeah, just waiting for everyone to catch up with me. Yeah, yeah my parents like taught me how to knit when I was very young. There was this uh, lesbian couple that went to our church and they owned a toy store in Oxford. And we would do the window displays for them sometimes. Oh, My family like <laughs> basically basically a sweatshop free child labor my uh mom would teach us how to make like little knit duckies and bunnies and stuff like that and we'd do like window display with that and gnomes of of course of course of course yeah um i was really into polymer clay like i said crafts crafts in general pick a craft i was really into polymer clay stuff i'd make like miniatures and they're like people that have really great followings on Instagram, making miniatures and doing stop motion. I also do, I also make like polymer clay earrings and stuff like that now, cause that's, that's cool now. <laughs> it's not so cool to do that when you're in fourth grade, you're making millefeuille or however you pronounce that clay technique, hemp bracelets. You
0: sound real bitter about this. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. You picked this just to air your grievances with life. I did,
1: but also <laughs> I know you were in some real nerdy shit, so I—I I was curious, morbid curiosity, as to what you were into that I am not aware of or that you haven't already spoken of on the podcast.
0: I don't know of anything that I was into that is now cool. Hey, have you? Oh no, this is. Have you ever heard of Lurleen McDaniel?
1: Lurleen McDaniel's. Oh. It sounds really familiar.
0: One, sorry if you hear explosions. We are recording on July 3rd. So, woo, 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 woo fireworks.
1: <laughs> Murder.
0: But Lurleen McDaniel is an author who wrote a vast number of books that yes! were all about preteen and teen girls having cancer. Yes,
1: Elizabeth yes i have read learning McDaniel's work every
0: single one i could get my hands on my mother at one point (laughs) was like i'm so proud of how much reading you're doing how about we try something else a little less dark
1: (laughs) but we switch it up a little
0: i was like no the bellevue library has three more that i haven't read I have to go. <laughs> my mother was like, "Please, Katie." I'm like, "No, it, this is what I need." Mm. Mm. That is, uh... I <laughs> I often say that it was uh, my starting point to true crime because it was mm-hmm. like, "Let's get real comfy with a little bit of darkness and the fact that we're all gonna die." Yeah. I cannot think of anything that's cool. I cannot. (laughs) Like I did a lot of origami, but I mean, is that cool now or is it just like you see more things because we have the intranet?
1: Mm. I often ask myself that, is it cool (laughs) now or is it just that it has exposure?
0: Is it cool now or is it the algorithm knowing that this is what I need to heal myself?
1: The algorithm gave me the ingredients for the cookies that Cookie Monster eats on Sesame Street now. So um, I think it's got me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So tomorrow I'm going to open up Instagram and it's going to be some influencer that's talking about their love of Lurleen McDaniel. Probably. Yeah. Perfect. I'm so excited to join this group. My therapist keeps telling me I should make real friends that have similar interests, and apparently I need to find all the Lurleen McDaniel fans.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure there are Lurleen Reno, Lurleen Arenos. Arenos. <laughs> McDaniel files is what we prefer. McDanistans.
0: a <laughs> Horde.
1: God, yeah. Whose side are you taking when the orcas inevitably rise up and take over the world? Question. In this revolution, yes. do
0: they have other sea mammals on their side?
1: I would assume so. Or manatees on their side? Oh, I think the manatees are um, the Switzerland of the sea, and they will choose to remain neutral. They're too gentle. They're too gentle. I live
0: in Ohio, so I'm going to go with we're the last human stronghold.
1: Yeah. Although I do support orcas attacking yachts Mm -hmm. um, and eating the rich, Mm -hmm. I I used to be far more pro-orca than I am currently. (laughs) When Matilda was like four months old, we went on vacation and uh, Larry, my mom's boyfriend, brought this Big Blue Planet DVD. Uh Uh-oh. And I decided... That I would watch that with my four month old while nursing her in the morning, and I was like, "How bad could it be?" I don't really care about fish dying. I mean, like I do in like a global sense. I I don't want you know fish to become extinct.
0: Orca killing a fish,
1: an orca playing with, and then eating a baby seal is uh i was i was ugly crying well four month old yeah well nursing my four month old trying not to wake her because she was like going back to sleep and i couldn't reach to pause I was trapped so in I this just had to look away and like sing things in my head, la 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 la, while this fucking orca is like volleying this limp, broken body of a seal baby. It's just horrifying. So, Blackfish,
0: feel differently about that documentary?
1: We watched that together, girl. Yes, we did. It was during yeah. my Blackfish phase. I would
0: fall asleep yeah. with that on. I mean, orcas are assholes, but I feel like they're driven to murder by people yeah I'm on their side in that sense
1: I don't know they're they're very predatory yeah like I don't want them to be in sea world and I don't want their natural habitat to be destroyed but like they're they're they are dicks
0: we can now fly as a species how about we just say the ocean belongs to you now yeah you get the ocean we'll get everything waist deep (laughs) you got the rest so which side would you be on humans Oh, Okay,
1: I'm saying I'm just torn because, like,
0: <laughs> I both love them because Free Willy told me
1: lies, <laughs> and I'm also terrified. And I also want to eat the rich, but I'm also terrified of, of the them. rich. Understandable? No, of the orcas, but also <laughs> oh. the rich because let's be honest, the rich lizard people control everything.
0: <laughs> oh. Will you get any more TikTok tacking points? Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. What is it? It's a hot dog on a
1: bun. Okay, then the bun makes it different. Okay, I understand. You can use a bun to make I'm... a sandwich. Hold on. Oh, I'm God. gonna I'm gonna describe something to you, and I want you to tell me what it is. It's a penis. Ground meat uh-huh. on a twelve inch piece of bread that is sliced down the middle. Uh sauce on top of it
0: ground meat specifically mm-hmm.
1: sloppy joe now it's a meatball meatball sub Uh huh. so how is that different that's a sandwich a sub uh-huh. is a sandwich yeah a hoagie is a sandwich mm-hmm. is it the meat casing of the hot dog no it's that it's a hot dog i think a hot dog is a sandwich in the same way that i think a taco is a sandwich fight me a taco is a sandwich yeah a taco yeah it's all just another word for sandwich, okay?
0: I don't, I don't like this. I don't. Is it?
1: There are dozens if I of put us.
0: My hand in the middle of some bread <laughs> is that a sandwich? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a sandwich. Someone if would a, eat that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so basically, in your in your mind, anything mm-hmm. that surrounds, <laughs> so like a spinach wrap. Sandwich.
1: That's a sandwich, but
0: the mechanics yeah. are all different.
1: Okay, uh, wait, what if you took a um, piece of fried chicken, put a waffle in the middle, and then another piece of fried chicken? What's that? Uh, that's a double down <laughs> from KFC. What? <laughs> what category of food item does it fall under, though? It's chicken and waffles. It's its own thing, just like a hot dog's its own thing. <laughs> Mm -mm. No, no, no. A sandwich is any food item betwixt two of the same (laughs) food item (laughs) that can be consumed with one hand. That's my definition of a sandwich.
0: So you saw the monstrosity that is the double down and were Mm -hmm. like, perfect
1: sandwich. You did it again, Colonel. It was on the sandwich menu, my friend. So suck it. Suck it. Suck that sandwich. I will not
0: suck a sandwich. I
1: won't do it. So mean. (laughs) Is a hoagie a sandwich? Depends on the hoagie. Uh, See. Mm. If someone threw
0: lettuce in between two pieces of bread, I wouldn't call it a sandwich.
1: It's a sandwich. It's a bad sandwich, but it is a sandwich. (laughs) It's so bad it shouldn't be considered a sandwich. It's the worst sandwich probably that you could – one of the worst. I can think of worse things, but – You know what? I I have a new rule. If it would
0: feel weird to put cheese on it, it's not a sandwich. If it would feel weird
1: to put cheese on it, it's Uh not a sandwich.
0: Correct. Yeah, think about it. Tacos. That's a sandwich then. Fine. I'll give you this. Tacos are a sandwich. Congratulations. Congratulations chili dogs nope completely different you're not putting the cheese on the dog you're putting it on the chili
1: but the cheese is arriving in your mouth with the same bite of dog
0: okay you're not putting the cheese on the dog you're putting it on the chili it's not there to enhance the dog it's there to enhance the chili
1: which is on top of the dog yeah so are you saying if you had a pile of chili on a hot dog bun with no hot dog and cheese that would be a sandwich uh yeah it's a chili witch your logic is flat, my friend we're just gonna have to disagree on this agree to disagree <laughs> they're all sandwiches motherfuckers
0: <laughs> get with the wow, program we just have to agree to disagree you're
1: fucking wrong though <laughs> idiot you are incorrect fuck off <laughs> and i'm right and i will die <laughs> By this logic,
0: this logic is all I have left.
1: (laughs) What is and is not a sandwich, and my immovability on that topic—it's all I have left in this this crazy world. The only
0: thread of common sense (laughs) that I can hold on to. Just this. Just give me this, please. Sure, Sure, Liz. Sure, (laughs) I won't say it though.
1: I'm going to have a sandwich party the next time we get together at my place. Just going to force you to eat every kind of sandwich that I think is a sandwich.
0: What did I do to you?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I think this is just your comeuppance for being so sassy to me.
0: (laughs) Hey, Liz, I don't think I'm going to come to your house anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Liz. Now that we've gotten some real animosity pent up. uh, (laughs) I have a post here that I'm going to talk with you about. Uh, There is a visual component. So, of course, we'll post that to Instagram. Uh, Your husband submitted this. Thanks, Chris. (laughs) As always. I am going to leave my favorite part off until we discuss a little. Okay. The text reads, My daughter got this matching tattoo today with her best friend. She said something about how they're both crafty, and her best friend wants to be a hairstylist. But honestly, do any of you other moms know if this is a devil symbol or something? I just want to protect my little girl from Satan. The picture is of two open scissors placed with their blades
1: intertwined.
0: Hey, Liz. Yeah? Should this mom be worried?
1: Oh, yeah, it's already too late. You're, uh... (laughs) Your daughter is is gay, and those are scissoring scissors. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And that friend is her girlfriend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe not her girlfriend, but definitely also a fellow queer. Because I don't think that there is a straight woman alive that would get scissoring scissors as a tattoo, let alone <laughs> a matching. Tattoo. I was about to say I would totally get that, but you're not sorry. straight. Sorry. sorry, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I keep forgetting. No, and and when Chris showed this to me, he he was like, "So what do you think?" I was like, "Would I get matching scissor tattoos with my bestie?" Absolutely, but I am also queer. So <laughs> I was gonna say, Are "We get matching tattoos." Oh my gosh. Oh my god. If we got matching scissoring scissor tattoos. That's kind of like epic. I don't know. (laughs) I'm
0: trying to figure out how I explain that to my children that are old enough to be like, you and Liz have the same tattoo. Why is that? No reason.
1: We both love crafts. I mean, yes. That is not a lie. And scissors (laughs) are hugging. This is how scissors hug. Like friends do. All friends love scissor hugs. Sometimes they hug with their legs and rub their genitals together. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> as a former hairstylist and a crafty crafty queer, I think this needs to happen.
0: Crafty queer is
1: a uh, smirch. <laughs> yeah, I I tried the lesbian scissoring like kind of as as a joke with my ex-girlfriend. We were like, "Isn't it funny?" to Tell the people that joke about us scissoring. <laughs> do you want to try it? <laughs> but like as a joke, it's the funniest,
0: <laughs> like, funniest joke I've ever heard. But we should definitely try it right now to see if it feels good. like we
1: should just like we should just do it to like it's just like <laughs> <to> like <laughs> yeah yeah we scissor. <laughs> Here's
0: my favorite part of the entire post. Uh, after she says, "I just want to protect my little girl from Satan," she says, hashtag WAP. WAP. Mhm. Uh, is I... is there any meaning for WAP beyond wet ass pussy? Um <laughs> White and privileged? <laughs> oh, I don't think someone who would write this
1: would <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think this that. is I think this is a fake post, but I love it. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: that was what tipped me off that hashtag seemed way too hip
1: the hashtag wap did remind me of this tweet i saw that was somebody thought that af meant as foretold so like (laughs) those chicken wings were hot as foretold
0: (laughs) When I was 13, I went to a soothsayer and they looked into my eyes and they said, when you are the age of 23, you will have chicken wings so hot, you will remember this moment.
1: As foretold. As foretold. Yeah. I'm going to use it. As foretold. Yeah. It makes things better. (laughs) For anyone keeping
0: track, uh, currently I have zero tattoos, but I am now planning on three.
1: Yeah. Uh, do we get the scissoring scissors on the inner thigh? I was going to do outer thigh. Outer thigh. Okay. Okay. You're going to wear the
0: scissors proud? That, you act like I wear shorts more than once a year. Ha
1: uh-huh. Fair. <laughs> yeah. And also, also if my inner thigh rubs together so terribly. Let's not. Oh, God. I hadn't even thought about the healing process with that. That would be horrific. I got you, boo. I got you. Yeah, those scissors would be gone in like a year with the amount of denim that I shred. Yep. But you were going to talk about sex toys some more before I derailed the conversation. Oh, wet for her should just
0: get at us. Talk to us. We love you. We're going to post you. I love
1: you. Yeah, we love you. Um, Let's just design toys in our old age for like Grace and Frankie just imagining me sitting on a
0: porch just whittling a sex toy. Like, yeah, hey, I'm going to put a motor in this someday. Carved out a battery holder. Do you know how to do electronics? Nope.
1: Make like a wooden Sibian. <laughs> or whatever. Is that what it's called? The Sibian? The like saddle thing? No idea. Do you not know what I'm talking I don't about? what you're
0: talking about.
1: There's this device that is like if a mechanical bull was a vibrator. It is like a saddle that has interchangeable vibrating pieces that you can swap out and it like runs on a remote it costs like four thousand dollars this sounds like a turn-of-the-century doctor's tool for
0: masturbating women
1: yeah it's a hysterical relief (laughs) device basically or whatever they call Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) it Oh, if I lived in another century, I would be at the doctor's office all the oh, doctor, time. doctor, I feel the history of my starting. standing Tuesday appointment. <laughs> See you on Thursday.
0: <laughs> Actually, can we reschedule that for Wednesday? Wednesday? Yeah, thank you. Tomorrow? Thank you. <laughs> I'm just so
1: hysterical. <laughs> As you can tell. Now get on down there, doctor. Get on down. Now shovel some more coal in the. the steam chamber of the the vibratron
0: (laughs) vibratron is gonna be the first whittled sex toy i make (laughs) why are you using wood why are you using wood i don't know how to blow glass
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just picture your failed attempts at glass blowing The fucking monstrosities you'd make. Just a lot of dongs never fully realized. (laughs) In my head, it looked different.
0: (laughs) Usually, it's real easy to make penis-shaped things. Somehow failed. Catastrophically. Great with clay. (laughs) <laughs> no, Liz, I've learned one thing from watching people blow glass. I can't do it. It's too hot. <laughs> I would get near a furnace and just be like, I want to go home now. Where's the air conditioning? Yeah, yeah, no. No, thank
1: you. I don't want to. Now it's your turn. Give me a game. All right. Okay, as promised. The good boys.
0: Yay.
1: Oh no. <laughs> what if it was like not from the boys yeah, at all? Like I just, just... <laughs> your choices are Andy Griffith. <laughs> the other one is Ron Howard in that list. <laughs> <And> Gomer Pyle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Assuming Ron Howard is an adult.
1: Yes, Katie, I'm not a monster. (laughs) Murder Comer. (laughs) I'm going to fuck Andy Griffith. I'm going to marry Ron Howard.
0: I'm going to fuck Andy Griffith just to show him
1: what What a good time is like. (laughs) I don't know. Andy Griffith might have been freaky. Who knows? Uh, Yeah. think he was a secret freak i do
0: but anyways
1: anyway the real list your real options are uh billy butcher Mm -hmm. huey Mm -hmm. and mother's
0: milk Uh, i set myself up for this and i hate it Mm -hmm. i'm gonna kill huey i'm sorry for it i don't feel good about it yeah and i'm trying very hard in my head to figure out if (sighs) mother's milk neuroticism and more than likely OCD would be more upsetting than Billy Butcher being really mean all the time. <laughs> Plus I, he would call me a cunt a lot and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. I'm going to sleep with mother's milk and I'm going to
1: marry Butcher. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, this is really hard for me cuz I find Mother's Milk very attractive cuz it is. but I'm more interested in fucking Butcher. Okay. I I can do And it. I can't I can't deal with Mother's Milk neuroticism. Also he like left his family. So I think I'm going to have to marry Huey and kill mm-hmm. Mother's Milk cuz Huey Huey well he is neurotic like I understand. <laughs> that brand of neuroses yeah i am that brand probably would be <laughs> not a great marriage but, but i don't think it would drive me crazy mm. huey is open to new things <laughs> that much is clear
0: 100 mm-hmm, percent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. accurate
1: <laughs> and i am also a fan of sir william joel so <laughs> will
0: you Joel. No. Do you remember back in our 20s heyday when I. Maybe. Would, <laughs> probably not. Uh, whenever anyone would talk about Ben Folds and then uh, compare him to Elton John, I'd be like, actually, he's a lot more like Billy Joel when you look at their discography. <laughs> yeah,
1: I do recall that. Yeah, you
0: do. Because I said it a lot.
1: Yeah, you did. For the audience that cannot see uh katie should have done uh, a, a nose a, adjustment of the bridge of her glasses actually. well actually <laughs> adjust the bridge of glasses drop sick knowledge of bing, bing, bing. white boy piano rock <laughs> uh let's see here category is apple asses yeah! we have Robert Downey Jr Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we have Patrick Wilson oh you remembered my favorite apple ass (laughs) girl that's my favorite apple (laughs) ass too nom 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 and then we have America's ass (laughs) Captain America Chris Evans (laughs) okay an apple ass Katie will you provide the definition I'm
0: literally about to do that because I realize it (laughs) It may be something that I just said. It may be just the two of us. It's just something. Uh, So Patrick Wilson was the impetus of apple ass. And it is because Mm -hmm. his apple. His apple? Shit. It is because (laughs) his ass is so perfectly round and like taut that you're pretty sure if you bite it, it's going to crunch. It's a
1: real Mm -hmm. crunchy apple ass. Yeah. You could you could shine it oh i would i would shine it oh yeah i would shine that ass as well <laughs> hey uh patrick wilson cool so we're fucking patrick wilson's apple <laughs> patrick wilson i
0: uh i need that ass
1: thank you <laughs> I don't
0: mean to objectify you you're a whole person you're a very talented actor what's
1: your favorite patrick wilson ass are you more of a, a chubby or a uh toned so
0: here's the thing even in like watchmen where he is i'm mean, air quotes chubby dad ass can still get it mm-hmm. the other like best runner-up wilson ass because
1: watchmen's mm-hmm. my favorite runner-up is little children me too yes <laughs> high five <laughs> did you say runner-up is little children yes again <laughs>
0: Going to kill Robert Downey and his apple ass. Uh, One, not saying it wasn't good. I'm just saying that when Robert Downey had prime apple ass, Mm -hmm. he was a fucking mess.
1: That is true. I had forgotten about the train wreck that was robert downey jr in the 90s Mm -hmm. and you're right that was peak apple last time that i'm speaking of the picture that i sent you of him in skin tight pleather reflective like i don't know what this fabric is it looks like if a a disco ball was also pleather (laughs) just painted on pants looks good on him Looks fantastic on him. So I guess I'm going to have to fuck that ass. Hmm. Because you're you're marrying Chris Evans' ass? Yeah. Oh, that's America's ass. See, I don't feel super strongly about America's ass. That was actually a submission from Chris. (laughs) Chris and I agree. Yeah, I said I need a third apple ass. And he was like, I can't believe America's ass isn't on that list.
0: (laughs) Madam, your list is incomplete without Chris (laughs) Evans.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna marry Patrick Wilson's ass because that weight fluctuations uh, that ass can still get it. Yeah, that ass, thick or thin. Whoo, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr., I'm fucking 90s apple <clears throat> ass. And then I'm sorry. <laughs> it is the 4th of July tomorrow, but I am I am killing <laughs> Captain America's
0: ass. <laughs> I am here to destroy
1: America. And uh just to be clear-I'm already doing that. <laughs> but with your constant, this surgery. is a different way this week. <laughs> <laughs> Category is manic pixie dream girl. No, And I will say only one of these really counts as a true manic pixie dream girl. Oh. But these are my fave picks for the indie movie, manic pixie dream girl here for it. We have Clementine is played by Kate Winslet in eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Summer, as played by Zoe Deschanel in 500 Days of Summer. And then who I'm saying, for my money, is the only true Manic Pixie Dream Girl in this list. Sam, as played by Natalie Portman in Garden State.
0: Interesting. You don't think
1: Summer is a Manic Pixie Dream Girl? The caveat for that is, in more recent reviewings of 500 Days of Summer, Summer's character is just as Tom sees her. And that she is, she has like a whole other thing going on. The audience sees what Tom sees of her and what Tom wants her to be. And she is actually not interested in being with Tom or fulfilling the role of the Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Excuse me if I am yeah,
0: incorrectly interpreting. Is your interpretation Manic Pixie Dream Girl that they... Fix the protagonist in some way yes uh, then that makes sense why clementine and summer wouldn't be in your mind a manic pixie dream girl because clementine doesn't fix anything and neither does summer
1: yeah she clementine even says like don't like i'm just another fucked up person trying you know trying to do my own I mean, thing that's don't make very manic
0: pixie of her
1: okay but it's not though in my mind and why i don't consider you a manic pixie dream girl Even though you have like some of the quirky tropes from early 2000s, late 90s Manic Pixie Dream Girl thing. I think the Manic Pixie Dream Girl was like a creation of cishet men who didn't really care to like... Deal with
0: their own shit.
1: Deal with their own shit and also didn't care to flesh out female characters and needed something to make their square guy more interesting mm. in a story, but we're misogynistic enough to not think that the the female love interest would need any sort of other thing going on for her besides her quirkiness. Mm. Okay. And the reason why I think Sam is a true manic pixie dream girl from Garden State, as much as I love Zach Braff and as much as I love Garden State, we really don't know anything about Sam and she's just like, available for him whenever about? she has he to needs she's she, a, has, she has, has to wear a helmet and and also look, she because she has caesars, and she was a figure skater and, <laughs> and she has a graveyard for her pets yeah i yeah and she can tap dance uh,
0: yeah. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah. yeah to be clear sam is dead sam is so dead she's in the graveyard with her pets in my mind yeah I think I would probably fuck Clementine because I think it'd be wild. Uh, also, Kate Winslet is fucking hot, so.
1: Yes. Uh, yes, I also have Kate Winslet listed as uh, one of the um, fuck, Mary kills from my 90s queer awakening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: Uh, <clears throat> and I would, I would marry Summer because I think Summer is... Very straightforward in her communication. I don't think there is ever a question of what she wants or what she's interested in.
1: Yes. If you
0: listen to her.
1: Yes. Thank you. The first time I saw 500 Days of Summer, I was like, yeah, summer sucks. Because I identified with fucking Tom. Perfect Joe Golo. For some reason. (laughs) I had a lot of unrequited love situations. Going on in my early twenties, and I was emotionally fraught, not good at picking up on even very direct and clear signals. Just so hopeful that someone would find me special.
0: Oh, I find you special.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I love Summer. I would marry her in a heartbeat. And Clementine absolutely can get it. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Summer it got did dirty. Mm-hmm. She was done dirty when the movie originally came out and i think a lot of people are actually understanding it on a deeper deeper level if they've taken a chance to review it that was one of
0: like the first deep movie conversations i had with cameron where it was like no tom's delusional and also just kind of
1: an asshole and he's like
0: yeah (laughs) i'm like yeah we got it we cool
1: Yeah, Chris also thought Tom was a delusional asshole from the beginning. Noice. So I guess I was a delusional asshole in my uh, late teens, early 20s. I think everybody is at some point. That's true. Like, if you don't go through a selfish asshole delusional phase, like, you stay that way. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go ahead and do an actress edition of my 90s queer awakening. We have Kate Winslet, as I mentioned before. Winona Ryder. Mm. And Drew Barrymore. Oh, I have
0: a confession. Yes. You know this, though. I don't, it's not going to be a confession to you. It's a confession to our listeners. I hate Drew Barrymore's face. <laughs> it's not like I think she's ugly. I just hate her face and I want, just wants to punch it. I would probably never do this in real life, but this is the compulsion that I have when I see her face.
1: Is it because her mouth is kind of crooked? I don't know. Even E.T. I'm like, I don't like your kid face either. You want to punch child Drew Barrymore? It's
0: a compulsion, Liz. I'm not saying I would do it. It is deep in my lizard brain that there's something about her face. <laughs> I need to put my fist on it.
1: I am wildly attracted to her, obviously. She's part of my queer awakening, both in corporeal form and uh, her spirit form. (laughs) There were others I could have chosen, Mm. but I wanted to include her because I was, again, listening to I Saw What You Did podcast, and Danielle was talking about her grandmother and her unbridled hatred for Drew Barrymore, (gasps) and that she has no reason. I don't. She has no reason. (laughs) But, like, anytime. Uh, and she has Alzheimer's and is in her nineties. But anytime Drew Barrymore comes on the TV, she's like, "Ah, turn it off." <laughs> I see my <laughs> future, Drew Barrymore, so
0: clearly,
1: <laughs> which is just hilarious to me because I just think she's so sweet and cute, and I want to smooch her and also have her hold me and tell me I'm perfect.
0: And then I come in it's from my- the corner and go. BAM!
1: I don't know why! (laughs) I'm sorry, Drew Barrymore. It's okay. I think she is like a pretty polarizing figure. I think people either love her or hate her. I I don't hate her. I just want to punch her face. You just want to punch her face. Okay, it's just a punchable face. (sighs) So she's dead. Okay. That leaves me
0: with Kate Winslet, who we've established is wildly attractive. Or Winona Ryder, who, to me, is the human equivalent
1: of a whippet. I'm afraid I will crush her bones. <laughs> you know, she's the reason why I cut my hair short initially.
0: Oh, really? Okay. I mm-hmm. dig. You didn't look nearly as nervous as her.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, she's got she's got big brown eyes like me. I was like, I think I could do that. I think I could pull it off. You did. Thank you. So you're marrying Winona, then? Ah...
0: I think I would have the most delicate sex I could have with Winona Ryder. It would be a whole lot of asking consent after consent has been enthusiastically given. It'd be like, are you okay? Is this too much? Is this pressure okay? Is that am I am I on your arm too much I can move. I'm so sorry.
1: Be a lot of that. Just get a swing and then you don't have to worry about that. When you fuck no I know rider.
0: I'm sorry. Is my strap on too deep? I can I can get a, a depth. Okay. I, I see it. I, it's I see fine. What you, I'm so yeah. sorry, Wynona. Okay.
1: A swing wouldn't work. Please yeah. don't cry. Yeah, right? Please don't cry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I would marry Kate Winslet and be like, "You have no idea what I had to do to get here, Kate." <laughs> no idea but i love you and we'd be kate and katie it'd be adorable
1: that would be pretty fucking cute (laughs) um i'm marrying drew barrymore Mm -hmm. and i think we'd just be like real cozy and cute together all the time never have shoes on yeah yeah do each other's hair and makeup it would just be real fun and like we'd have couples therapy once a week and just to like check in with each other and make sure we're still on the same page and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. keep things healthy Mm -hmm. and name name our our future children after fruits and vegetables
0: yeah it'd be beautiful this is our beautiful baby boy corn (laughs) with a k corn is in litigation
1: with us over that spelling (laughs) Corn only kicked when I played new metal on my belly when I was pregnant with him. (laughs) (laughs) And then, unfortunately, I am killing Winona Ryder. Whip it! I love her, but not enough to marry her, and I I am afraid of the power dynamic there would be in the bedroom. (laughs) The weight differential alone. (laughs) Instant muff murder. (laughs) And not because I want it, like, just because I wanted to fuck my nona Ryder. Not because I didn't want to kill her. <laughs> but uh, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet can fucking get it. Mm-hmm. At any age. Yes. Honestly, she just keeps getting better.
0: My last thing from the internet tonight. I don't know if I'm mad. I just, you know how I love wedding bullshit and how crazy people get. (laughs) I fucking love Mm -hmm. it. So this one is from Just No Mother-in-Law. Oh, God. My mother had a bridal shower without me, the bride. My cousin and aunt organized a bridal shower in a restaurant with drinks and gifts for my mother. I wasn't invited. I wasn't even aware of the event until I saw pictures of her wearing a Mother of the Bride sash on Facebook. I live a few hour drive away, but I don't work on weekends. I would have definitely made an effort to come, except I couldn't because I wasn't invited. Am I overreacting? Is it strange that a bride wasn't invited to a bridal shower?
1: That's fucking weird. (laughs) Uh, what? (laughs) Okay, okay. It's not about you, Pamela. (laughs) It's fucking buck wild for a mother of the bride to have a shower for herself. What gifts were there? What gifts were there? Yeah, exactly. And that's okay. And that back circle back to the whole reason why I think bridal showers are fucking weird. It's like, A, you're going to get gifts at the wedding. B, if you're living with the person that you're going to get married to already, you already have the things. You're just being greedy, Brittany. (laughs) <laughs> that's the bride's name Brittany is the bride pamela is the mother my favorite
0: things from my registry are a set of mugs that have mm-hmm. feet on the bottom human feet almost as if one of the cartoons from a uh, monty python came to life and just was a cup with feet love
1: it oh that's really cool i am
0: very greedy about my footy mugs very very yeah
1: that does sound cool yeah we didn't we didn't do a registry we just were like if you want to give us money give us money please Mm, my mom bullied us into a registry it was yeah well we both have like such decision paralysis that i was like this is going to be a fucking nightmare if we try to like (laughs) cobble a list of gifts together oh
0: god no this is how Cameron chose a deep fryer that we literally never mm. used. Because I was just like, yep, scan it.
1: I was going to say one of my favorite gifts that we got was a rice cooker yeah. because did not know that I needed this in my life. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my Filipino friend from IKEA and I um, was telling her about the delicious Filipino food I'd had on vacation. And she got me the rice cooker. She was mm-hmm. like, oh, you need to have rice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm getting you this rice cooker. This is my favorite rice cooker, and it's life-changing. Like, I couldn't I couldn't cook rice to save my life. I would follow directions on the bag. I would Google, what's the secret to cooking good rice?
0: And Google never once told you you need a separate appliance.
1: Just shut up and get
0: it. You'll never be fine. Never once
1: told me, just fucking get a rice cooker.
0: <laughs> I, I want you to imagine for a moment, you were invited mm-hmm. to, let's just, for instance... <laughs> Say it's my mom. Mm-hmm. The lead up to my wedding, she sends mm-hmm. you an invitation for a bridal shower and you mm-hmm. show up with a mm-hmm. gift, assuming a rice cooker at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm not there, but my mom is wearing a mother of the bride sash.
1: I would probably swiftly turn on my heel and call you from the parking lot and be like, hey, guess, guess what? There's a party going on. Was well, sort under of the assumption you would be here, given that it's a bridal shower. But um, your mom is just like cosplaying <laughs> as the bride and trying to get freebies. Um, are you sick? Like, is she are doing you, this? Are you
0: supposed to be here? In your is
1: she? <laughs> is she your understudy yeah. for your bridal shower? I don't understand. No, <laughs> you weren't invited. You weren't invited. Oh. Yeah, i I have a rice cooker for you, and um, <laughs> this shit's crazy. I am the opposite; that I want to
0: watch that train wreck. So I oh,
1: would, you want to be like a a mole? I would drop the rice on the cooker
0: wall. on the gift table. I would get that glass of champagne or whatever fancy drink you've decided to call it, and I would live text you, be like, "Hey, you uh coming to Charlie's? You know, for your bridal shower? Your mom seems to be opening up gifts." that's weird right and then you'd be like what and i'd be like i can't call you right now i have to keep looking at this i can't break character this car wreck is fantastic allow me to tell Uh... you everything you're
1: not getting (laughs) and then i'd have another drink this is like right up there like okay again i i don't support gender reveal parties but this is like right up there with like the grandma doing her own gender reveal party because oh, the parents didn't want to or something like that Ugh. yeah gender reveal parties are gross and I, I it drove me insane how the amount of people that were asking me if we were going to do one or any kind of gender reveal and then acting like i was breaking some sacred tradition <laughs> i have a news flash for you this is less than 10 years old this is around because of social media and gender is a construct. So um, how about we not do that? Also, gender reveal parties start wildfires. Well, one did. I'm sure it's not the only one. <laughs> I'm sure in a couple months we'll find out that Canada's was
0: <laughs> gender reveal. Yeah. I. Oh, the, one of the reasons that I chose this one was because after my wedding, which we have established on this podcast was tiny and informal mm-hmm. my mother after the fact was lamenting that she didn't feel like the mother of the bride at my wedding she didn't feel
1: special yeah it wasn't it wasn't special enough that you were getting married well not she wasn't special in her lifetime she she wasn't special i don't know that would make me feel pretty fucking special <laughs> if my daughter was having her special day <laughs> no but, but i guess we're different moms yeah how about not that's not about her, though. Mm. Do you want to get in touch with us? <laughs> do You like? You can us? do that. You can send us an
0: email at withlizpod at gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram
1: at withlizpod. There you can find our promotional videos and photographs that we unearth throughout the recording of this.
0: <laughs> Since you love us so much, could you subscribe on whatever platform you're on? Give us a rating, give us a review on Apple Podcast, and t- tell one other weirdo about us.
1: At least one other weirdo, please.
0: Seven weirdos minimum. Yeah, that feels good. That's a good prime number. Perfect. As I always say, we could talk forever. Thank you for joining us. It's wild out there, but remember, it's always better with Liz. We'll be back to chat next week with Liz.